Welcome to B-Bite, where we discuss our life experiences from the ups to the downs to everything in between. This is Mario, and I'm doing a solo podcast this week, uh, since Lily, Lily is not free this week, so I figure that I can give her a week off, and this week I can talk a little bit about the trip I just had. So, yeah, so this, this week, uh, I, well... I think last Wednesday, yeah, I traveled to Portland, Oregon for a couple of days. So work from there at home uh, instead of friend's house. And then essentially, yeah, play badminton for one day, I think one other night. And then we departed with several of my friends in Oregon uh, on Friday to... Uh, Victoria, Canada. So I've been to Vancouver many times before, but this is the first time that I'm going to another city outside of Vancouver in Canada. And essentially the itinerary is that we would take the car from Portland, drive to to Washington, and then uh, take a ferry in an area called Port Angeles. Uh, on the way, we passed through Olympic National Park, which I have been before, and so we stopped by there first to pick up the uh, fridge magnet that I wanted to get. Um, so long story short, I used to not own a fridge of my own, so I always collected uh, by a label pin, and now since I have my own fridge, I started collecting the fridge magnet that essentially like pretty much all the national park that I went to I didn't buy the fridge magnet before so now I'm starting to buy them and collect them and so we the way it works is that we'll drive our car load our car into the ferry and then the ferry will take off and it will arrive for up it takes probably about an hour to get to Victoria and yeah it was awesome uh, I've taken something similar in Europe. I don't quite remember where it was. I think it it might have been Scotland or somewhere where we had to drive the car and park into the ferry and then um, yeah, the ferry pretty much do its things and take us to uh, another city or island. So in this case, uh, it was taking us from Portland uh, sorry, from Port Angeles to Victoria, and then the first thing we go to is the Legislative Assembly of British Columbia. Um, so for those that didn't know, uh, British Columbia, the way the city, uh, especially in Victoria, the city um, looks very similar to UK, uh, especially London, uh, which I've been back in May, so I can vouch for it that it looks very similar. So the legislative building um, of British Columbia there was very nice. It gave me like a, uh, like a castle vibes in Europe where the roof is green, has like gold on top of the roof. And then the interesting thing that we found is that when we arrived, it was near around evening time, right? So there's the sunset. By the time we walk a little bit around the inner harbor causeway, we see a lot of like ships there. 
and as we walk back to the car we'll pass by the legislative building again and at that time there it was kind of dark already slightly dark so there are a lot of lights attached to the building so they actually turn on the lights it's, it's somewhat magical i guess uh the experience why is because the entire building lit up with all the lights on the building and it's really nice to take a pictures uh during that time and even the during sunset time was very pretty so i highly recommend going there and we end the night by um having the classical british fish and chips so i personally think fish and chip is very simple uh, and it's it's just you know fried fish and fries but i think what makes a break of fish and chip is actually the tartar sauce that you dip your fish in um but other than that you're nothing too special i have had fish and chips in london and i also made some fish and chip myself for friends that was in London at the time so um, not too difficult to make but I think it's uh, interesting dish for sure and so yeah that's kind of like ended our first day of visit right so lots of driving from Poland to Port Angeles and then ferry to Victoria so we were kind of tired at that point went home second day our itinerary we started uh, driving to this place called Balahat Skywalk so essentially it's like a a really big tall building it's almost remind me of new york building uh where you walk through the skywalk and then the top you can go on the slides uh essentially um well the admission is pretty you just pay a one-time thing and then you can do as many slides as you want and then you can also go up to the top to see the view of the uh i believe it was the lake or the ocean there and yeah it was quite nice so my friends and i we took uh, i want to say at least three to five times on the slides right gotta make the money work and uh, yeah first time it was very exciting right you didn't know what to expect from the slide um, i personally think the slide was kind of short uh, but i had fun you know i, I filmed while i was i took a video where i was in the slide and just to see how the feeling goes um, even though I don't like uh, roller coaster that much but I think the slide is pretty fun I've, I've gone to water park before and those kind of slides is always fun to to take um, but yeah it offers uh, like a short hiking in the end as we walk back to the to our car but also the slide as well as the uh, on the top you can see the view of uh, pretty much like the, the ocean or the lake and you can see like really good view around the city uh, not the city specifically but like more the nature side of the city and it's quite nice getaway uh, given you know that we are in the, in the little island there um, and from there we visited a castle called Halley Castle and the, ca the castle is obviously was majestic it's quite big uh, it was next to a university um, I don't quite remember what the name of the university was but I think it's something started with Royal and ended with University 
and it also has a Japanese garden. So it was really big castle, and unfortunately we can only see some part of the castle from the outside because there was a private event. There was a wedding there, and yeah, I personally believe like it was a nice venue to have a wedding because it's really nice. Um, and you also have like Japanese garden, so you can get like some kind of nature out of it, right? And also, uh, who knows? Like, how many people have actually like got their wedding in a castle? That seems pretty unique to me, and seems pretty royal, I guess, in this case. But I bet it would cost a lot of money to kind of rent out the venue or, or the castle at least for for a day. Um, but you know. <laughs> Uh, I just thought it's a good experience, uh, good wedding. Although I didn't get to see, I didn't get to go to the inside too to see, you know, what what kind of like wedding it was and how it was done. But overall, it was a really nice wedding. Uh, and the nice castle as well. And from there, we drove to Chinatown. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I think it's one of probably one of the oldest Chinatown in Canada and we went to this restaurant called Little Little Yunnan restaurant so Yunnan is again don't <laughs> quote me on this but I think Yunnan is one of the province in China I think or the city I think it's province in China um, or it could be the city I don't quite remember but the noodle there was amazing and we had the yeah pretty much the noodle with a lot of different kind of seafood and meat and the side dishes was amazing as well and yeah that's the that's the perks of like traveling with my friends they know all the good chinese food areas um, chinese restaurants and even within chinese restaurants there are a lot of different type of cuisine so this is like a, a little different flavor from what i used to have like sichuan or hunan style so it was quite nice and then we kind of uh, edited the night with uh, well I don't really know how you actually pronounce it but I think it's called Butchart Gardens or Butchart I think it's Butchart Gardens um, but essentially you pay for a small fee to get in you get to see a lot of different type of flowers there's so many more pretty flowers and there's also Japanese gardens, there's also Italian garden, but the entire place itself is humongous. It, it takes hours, uh, maybe like an hour or an hour and a half to walk through everything quickly. And then you gotta take your time to enjoy all the flowers and everything. Probably takes two and two and a half hours. And yeah, it was amazing. Like the flowers is super beautiful and I would say it's a good place to go on dates uh, yeah because there are so many like different kind of flowers even I was kind of amazed like all the different type of flowers and I even took a lot of the portrait photos of different flowers it was quite nice like a lot of different shape different colors um, I've never actually seen that many different type of flowers in one place, so this is like the first time uh, in that kind of place. And the garden also, especially the Japanese garden, like they, um, 
replicates of the style that I've seen in Kyoto when I was traveling there, like around the temple in Kyoto. Uh, they replicate some of the stuff that when you look at it, for sure, you know this is like a Japanese type of garden. Um, so I highly recommend going there and do try to go there early because in the afternoon or when the sun is out, it will get a little bit hot. So um, yeah, might as well just start early in the morning and kind of end before the sun actually rise on top of their head. Um, from there, we actually take a ferry from Victoria to Vancouver again. Same thing, we loaded our car into the ferry, then we it takes probably about an hour yeah from Victoria to Vancouver. And the ferry um the first ferry that I took from Port Angeles to in Washington to Victoria was relatively small compared to the ferry that I took in Victoria to Vancouver. That one was huge. I don't even feel any movement at all while I was, you know, in the ship. Um, while the ferry that I took from Port Angeles to Victoria, I, whenever there's like big waves coming, you can feel it uh, because the the ferry is much much smaller, right? So there's any kind of like turbulence or anything like that you can feel it um, but the, the ferry that I'm taking from Victoria that I took from Victoria to Vancouver was, was awesome um, so it took a while uh, it took about an hour and then the moment we arrived in Vancouver <laughs> of course the first thing we try the first thing we go is restaurant we go for food um, and given that I go with mostly Chinese friends uh, we went to a Chinese restaurant. Uh, for this one, it's more like a skewers, uh, hot pot type of company. Uh, sorry, the restaurant is called Mao Jiao Huo La. Uh, I'll link some of the restaurant and um, the place I talk about in the description in case you're interested. But yeah, I think I've had a lot of uh, skewers like Chinese skewers type of restaurant as, as long as hot pot restaurant. I think in terms of skewer goes, this is probably the best restaurant I've been so far. Um, given that I haven't explored all the skewers place in Los Angeles, so I cannot, <laughs> I cannot vouch for sure and say, you know, Los Angeles has the best skewers. But as far as the, the skewers place that I've tried in all the places that I've been, uh, I think this one is probably one of the best ones thus far. Um, it wasn't too salty and it wasn't too sweet. I think it, the, it was just right. And I, and I think being hungry doesn't... Being hungry also a big factor of this, right? If you're hungry, everything tastes good. So, um, yeah, this place was awesome. And then we ate quite a lot in this restaurant. And... After we're eating, obviously we don't end there. Uh, we go to this dessert place, uh, kind of like Hong Kong style dessert place. It's called Snack Shot. So this place, uh, we ordered quite a few dessert. Um, one of them essentially is made of mahjong tiles. So like 
the mahjong or the game we play and also money like us dollars and i think hong kong dollar i believe uh that is edible like they're all edible and yeah uh, i mean the logo of the restaurant it looks exactly like supreme it has like a a white right a white font and then the red background and yeah it, it, the moment i look at the name and also the logo it it just popped in my head instantly that this is this owner of the this dessert place must be liking supreme a lot in order for them to kind of like copy most of the design uh for their specific uh like dessert place which i thought was interesting and 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 of course uh the dessert was really good it, it's very different than like say the booba place or uh typical sort of asian dessert this is more like a hong kong style dessert uh I don't know what is the better way for me to to kind of describe it, but the Hong Kong style dessert is just very different. The class on its own, I would say. Um, and I this place is really good. I highly recommend going there to try it. Uh, although I think if you have to access their Wi-Fi, uh, you need to think a little bit. Uh, they do some small riddle uh, that is related to math. Uh, so I, I won't spoil too much, but I once you go there, you understand what I'm talking about, uh, that you have to know some math to be able to connect to the Wi-Fi. Um, and then that's pretty much we ended there uh, that day. And then the next morning, we drove to this old like mall. It's called Crystal Mall. Uh, and there has a lot of, has a food court that has a bunch of different food from porridge, to buns, to noodles, uh, even noodles, they have like a different kind of noodle, like Wuhan noodles, like a, uh, one of the sort of like city in, uh, one of the province, I guess, in China. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. I got myself some porridge and several of my friends also got porridge because it was a little bit early in the morning so they didn't feel like eating anything too heavy um, and after I ate porridge I discovered a, a dessert place also inside a food court uh, I think it's called mango charming yeah essentially I what caught my eyes is that they have a mango yogurt dessert so essentially they have like mango they have different kind of fruits in there they put it in kind of yogurt base uh, dessert and yeah I I mean it was pretty good and of course bringing US dollars to spend on Canadian dollar is always worth because US dollar worth so much more uh, than Canadian dollar so um, it was always good to travel around in Canada um, especially for you know eating or food tour I, I think it's like probably one of the beneficial thing to do um, and then once we kind of finish our breakfast slash brunch we go to Stanley Park uh, so on that day we were scheduled to go hiking at a place called Panorama Ridge which has a really, really nice um, 
panorama view. Well, I guess that's the best way for me to describe it. Panorama Ridge that has that has really nice panorama views. Uh, it was yeah the height itself from what I've seen from all trails is there there are two kind of height for panorama ridge. One is like four to five miles, the other one is like ten to twelve mile-ish. We were planning to go to four or five miles, one if you didn't have a lot of time. But sadly the weather wasn't on our side. It was it was raining, it was pouring pretty much in the morning. And even while we were at Stanley Park, um if you ever been to Vancouver, I think Stanley Park is probably like a must visit if you've been there. Uh even then I think when we were there it was pouring. So uh yeah, do plan carefully but also it's kind of hard because in Vancouver you don't really know when it's going to rain because it rains quite often um, and one thing to mention as well if you go to Stanley Park or downtown Vancouver or even just anywhere in general uh, downtown area not just Vancouver just even within US I think just be careful of what you left in your car right so Usually, if you left things in your car visible to passerby, uh, likely people will break in your car, right? So just be careful to take the belongings with you or put it in the trunk if you can, uh, so that so that you have a good trip and you don't have things, you know, getting your car break into or your things stolen while you're on the trip. So yeah, so after we stay a little bit at the Stanley Park, we left to. Vancouver Convention Center, right? So obviously outside it's raining. Uh, we try to find something that we can stay indoor and kind of enjoy uh, some art, I guess, in this case, right? So we went to Vancouver Convention Center and one of the friends that travel with us uh, really likes the brand called Aritzia, A-R-I-T-Z-I-A. Apparently it's a pretty well-known brand in Canada. And they mostly sell women's clothing. I think they do have some men's clothing, but very rare. And they have this warehouse sells, I believe, once a year, that they have a heavily discounted item in the warehouse. Uh, and from what I, from what my friends told me is that they haven't had this sales uh, for the past two three years now since COVID started. So this is the first time that they had event. This like warehouse sales uh, post COVID, I guess if you could say it that way. And I think the warehouse sales, I don't know how long it takes, but it's definitely take more than one day. And I think the day that we went is probably one of the last day that we went. But even there, it, even then, it was packed with people. Um, and I, I kind of posted on Instagram and saying like, "Whoa, you know, like woman's money." easily can be made uh, because when guys go shopping like we don't really just you know buy a lot of things we tend to buy things that just pure necessity um, but obviously when I was in this warehouse I was pretty mind blown because everyone literally like bought so many things uh, from there but otherwise it was good uh, interesting and it's been a while since i've been to like some kind of like warehouse sales or sample sales but uh yeah it, it, it's 
I, I also saw a Reebok shoes. It's like a, a the colorways was like lime green, and I thought it was really cool. I mean, it was like a woman's Reebok sneakers, and I was going to buy one if they had my size ten and a half, but apparently they don't, and it was only cost twenty bucks. Um, and for those that my friends that knows me, I, I really like to wear. Uh, bright colors because I do think uh, fashion is not just about what you wear in terms of your shirt or your pants but sneakers also uh, really important in showing like your character and your boldness and that's why I like uh, you know very bright color very different color than what other people usually wear but sadly they don't have uh, 10 and a half so I didn't buy any but after we left the convention center, uh, we drove to this Korean restaurant. Uh, it's called Damso Cuisine, which we ordered some gamja tang, which is like a uh, like pork bone broth soup, and then ordered some rice. I believe it was kimchi fried rice, but I don't quite remember. And we also ordered a couple other things um, and it was good i mean we were hungry but again i haven't tried all the korean food in vancouver but i personally think the korean food in los angeles is much better uh, especially if you are in koreatown i think i i think that's probably one of the best places to get korean food um, yeah so so again you know if any of the friends that's listening to this from vancouver and you have any suggestion on like korean food that you think is probably the best there let me know uh more than happy to try next time i'm there and so after that we walk around the sort of like the city there and then that's when we got super hungry at night and we drove to uh, the Richmond night market so uh, I've been wanting to go to this night market last few times that I was in Vancouver but apparently when I went either I didn't go to there or the night market wasn't open because night market only opened a specific time of the year uh, during the summer uh, so I think one of the time I went was during like fall winter time and the other time I went in the summer but I didn't go to Richmond but yeah this was the finally I get to visit Richmond night market I've heard a lot of good things about it I've been to 6269 market in LA and I personally think that Richmond night market is way better than 6269 market um, I mean first of all it's you paying with Canadian dollar, so being uh, bringing like US dollar there is definitely worth more of the money, like for food. And then second, the food selection there are definitely more Asian type of cuisine compared to six to six nine market. And I don't know. I also felt like the six to six nine market was. I waited for a long time. Uh, to just buy one food and it was yeah it was rough um, 
I six yeah, maybe I'm just going to the tail end of the event in this one market where you know they're about to be closing soon for the year, and so not as many will go there. And and also pro tips for people who will reach from that market is that if you have five to six people, I highly recommend. Well, my friend recommended this is that to buy a fast pass. So fast pass costs about thirty five dollar, thirty five Canadian dollar, I believe. And what this allow you is that you can take up to six people, uh, and you can skip the line. Essentially, just use that fast pass. You don't have to line up to go inside the night market. You can just pretty much like bypass the line to go in there directly, right? So imagine if you just go by yourself and you kind of line up to get into this night market. You pay, I believe, six to I think seven dollars individually. Anyway, right? So if you have six people or even five people, it's already worth, right? Because it's thirty-five dollar for the pass. So if you don't want to waste a lot of time waiting in the line, I think this might be a good option if you have a group of friends. And definitely do try all kind of foods you see there. I mean, they have anything from tofu dessert to stinky tofu, uh, octopus, uh, taiyaki. I mean, pretty much any like Asian food you can think of, Asian dessert you can think of, like you can try it there. And they are relatively. Not as pricey definitely compared to six to six nine market, and then they also you can also scan a barcode to get some kind of discount. So you can search for so let's say if you're gonna buy a particular stand, they have like their stand number, and you can scan a barcode in the beginning to search for that stand number, and then usually sometimes the stall will have some discount of one dollar off or two dollar off. It will add up if you eat a lot, buy a lot from different stands. And yeah, it was it was fine. And the the night market has like a lot of food selections there. They also have a lot of like souvenirs, uh, flowers, uh, anime stuff. You can check out and buy also. And yeah, definitely a ton of people as well. Like if you like crowd, and I personally enjoy it much more than when I was in six to six night market. I thought six to six night market was first of all very crowded, and then The food selection wasn't that great, and yeah, the experience overall wasn't that great compared to Rich Monday Market. Maybe because at Rich Monday Market, I'm going with a group of friends. It was more fun than just going with someone, just just like one person at the night market. So, uh, great experience. Uh, likely we'll go back again in the future if I ever visit Vancouver in the summer again. Um. And so, yeah, we spent like a few hours there trying out different things and looking at you know different like sort of souvenirs and sales, and yeah, it was fun experience for sure. Um, so then I think like that's pretty much it for the night. And the next morning we actually drove to another sort of like public market. Uh, it's called Richmond Public Market. And in the food court, uh, again, as you can imagine, a lot of like different Asian food, and ranging from uh, Chinese food from Xi'an, right? That has that's that's famous for buns for like a lamb noodle type of soup. Um, 
and then they also have Taiwanese food. They also have a lot of like a Hong Kong style food where you can take one rice and two three dishes for a fixed price. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what we had there, and obviously they have uh, like a tea as well. But we order a few kind of like lamb noodle, yeah, kind of lamb homemade noodle. Uh, from like the Xi'an Chinese cuisine, and then we also order a few uh, Taiwanese cuisine food as well. So it was pretty good, and the portion they give you a lot. And so, so before uh, I continue, I think one of the tips I want to give to people is that um, I mean I'm not having I'm not getting any money from this, but I highly recommend if you do travel abroad quite often, like abroad meaning out of country like so in this case Canada or let's say if you go Korea Japan or South American country um, I highly recommend opening the, the Charles Swap checking account because the uh, usually what I do when I travel abroad is I just bring the Charles Swap debit card that I have and I actually just withdraw um, from the local ATM in the country that I visit to withdraw the, uh, the local money. Uh, the reason being, one, I don't have to bring a lot of cash with me when I travel, uh, especially in the plane. Who knows, you might get robbed or whatnot, but I think it's not wise to do that anyway. Uh, and then second, usually if you exchange your money at the airport, um, the rate they give you is usually pretty low. So getting it from ATM, at least you know that you're getting like the current sort of like visa rate uh, at least that will be slightly better right and then you don't have to exchange a lot of money one time you can just use ATM to get the money you need it for the time being as you go so you don't have to bring a lot of things you don't have to bring a lot of cash with you at a time um, so that's kind of what we did there and yeah that's kind of uh, especially if you go to a lot of like like night market or um, this kind of like food court, the like Asian food court, a lot of the time they only accept cash, right? So uh, having this sort of like ATM debit card that the company would refund the ATM fee, in this case, the Charles Swap, uh, would be beneficial for sure. Um, so yeah, so we, we kind of had those food and then we walked to this like a Chinese grocery place called Da Tong. Uh, essentially, they have a, a bubble tea shop called Sing Fu Tang. Uh, it's probably one of the most famous boba place in Taiwan. Uh, they are especially known for their brown sugar boba. So uh, they have like, I think two two chain here in Los Angeles but my friends wanted to uh, to get it from from there because I don't think they have the specific branch in Oregon and um, so yeah we went there to get to get some drinks to get some boba and an interesting thing about the the Singfu Tang branch is that um, there's like a not necessarily a fortune teller but you can picked out like a uh, 
like a wooden piece from one of the bucket and it will tell you exactly like which number it is and then they'll have this um, sort of shelf with different number so let's say if I pick 99 I'll, I'll open the shelf with 99 on it and then there's a stack of paper you take the one from the top and it tells you your luck and a little description about what it is right so um, so yeah so you know it is fun and do do try that with friends honestly i don't fully trust uh whatever is saying there uh but you know it's it's kind of fun right it's kind of you and your friends did it and kind of read it and be like oh yo is this is this right or is this not so you know, you'll be able to kind of like uh generate and spark some conversation out of it as well so i i, I found that to be pretty fun to uh yeah, to, to kind of experience and yeah, shout out to Simple Town for that. So then, after that, we are driving back to Seattle, and on the way, uh, for lunch we actually stopped at this kind of Asian fusion place called Baron Sino. Yeah, place. And we ordered a few things from whole duck to rice to vegetables. And whole duck usually costs about $70 on a regular days. And we didn't know that they had the special where if you actually, if you actually dine in there on Monday, it's actually uh, half off, I think. I think we would pay about like, Thirty something dollar, forty dollar for the duck instead of like seventy or eighty. So, uh, yeah, got that deal by luck, pure, pure share of luck. But I highly recommend if you're gonna save some money and also get something, uh, good, and maybe slightly fancier. I think that restaurant is is good, and yeah, highly recommend going there. And then we. Uh, yeah, on the way back, we stopped at the Seattle Premium Outlet. Essentially, that was during like Labor Day weekend. A lot of different sales from, uh, yeah, one of my friends, she likes Lululemon. So, <laughs> the moment we landed at the Premium Outlet, that's pretty much like where her goal is, like Lululemon. And I visited multiple places from All Saints. Uh, I actually bought something from All Saints, which... I wasn't planning on buying anything from any apparel shop, but yeah, <laughs> sometimes, you know, when a clothing or a piece of clothing that you see, they just know that it's for you, then you just get it. Uh, that's what I did. And yeah, I visited, I think, All Saints, Acherix, which is like a hiking sort of apparel soft shell jacket and other different type of jacket Arterix is a really nice brand uh, a lot of my friends actually wear them for hiking and stuff I personally don't own any Arterix jacket um, but it, even within even with the outlet it was still a little bit pricey so I didn't pull the trigger and I'm hoping that they will discount some more in the future in hope that I can at least try it and see if I like it or not I uh, also visited Adidas, they had like a, a lot of sales there um, and yeah, a couple other places, visited Armani, 
exchange and yeah once once i look at the price tag that's pretty much like oh i gotta get out of here is for a suit it was like 2000 and then there was a discount to 500 but i don't think i'll spend that much on clothing anyway uh, but yeah it was nice uh you know kind of going to like outlet seeing different clothing different fashion uh i personally don't shop a lot but yeah it's nice kind of like trying out different clothing and and see like you know what kind of style you can generate out of the different clothing on, on yourself uh so highly recommend that uh even if you don't think of buying one and yeah from there we can like drive back we drove back to oregon portland and then we arrived probably about 11 o'clock and that's pretty much it when we came back there and Proceeded to play badminton the next day uh, with my friends in Oregon at the Oregon Badminton Academy. And they recently just moved into to the new place, which is like across the street. Uh, again, right, very new place. The court looks very new, very pristine. Really nice to play with. Um, yeah, the green floor is always really nice. Uh, I. Previously, I've played at like kind of basketball court before. It's really hard to see the line, but green court, white line, I yeah, it's the best hands down. Um, and surprisingly, I also got to meet uh, one of my college friends at Georgia Tech that was in badminton club too, CJ, uh, that was there. So I was able to kind of play a few single games with against him. Uh, that's kind of what we did back in the college days and yeah it was kind of funny that somehow we somehow he just ended up working there and i ended up traveling there and then somehow he ended up at the badminton place that day as well so it was amazing experience uh for sure and it's always nice playing against someone different uh than who you usually play with uh because you can actually measure right whether you have improved before or you stay the same or uh what you need to improve on etc etc so i think it was kind of nice to play with suj uh, after a while and yeah hoping to kind of go back and and play some more in the future if i have the chance um and yeah that's pretty much oh yeah i think like after barrington i visited uh I guess I would say my most favorite taco food truck place in Oregon. Uh, that's kind of the food truck that I uh, used to eat at every Friday night after the badminton training. And honestly, every Friday night around 10, uh, 11 p.m., it was always packed with people there uh, purchasing something from from the food truck so i highly recommend uh i blanked out the name right now i think it's oh, i think it's called Sab sabor Mexi mexicano uh but i can yeah put the name and put the name of the restaurant in the description for those that are interested um but yeah that's pretty much like my one week trip from la to oregon 
and then to Canada, specifically Victoria, British Columbia, and then Vancouver as well, um, which was nice. And I'm hoping to visit Banff and Jasper National Park in the future because that was the goal for this year, <laughs> but I didn't get a chance to go this year, but next year for sure. Uh, that's kind of the goal and been wanting to go there for a long, long time. And I think it's pretty much overdue. And yeah, looking forward for the next trip with either friends or family. Uh, hopefully, there will be one sometimes this year before the year end. And yeah, if you have any questions about sort of like uh, recommendations in terms of restaurants, in terms of foods uh, in Vancouver or even like in Victoria in this case, uh, feel free to. Yeah, email us at bvetpops at gmail.com or follow us and, and send a message to bvetpod on Instagram and we can try to suggest you place to eat or place to go as much as possible. Um, and with that, yeah, I think that's all we have this week. Thanks for listening in and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. One, two.